0: a lot into my mouth. <laughs>
1: Hey
0: everyone, it's Brian and Melissa. Welcome back to the Life Talk series. Uh, today we're going to actually talk about Melissa's singlehood journey all the way up to this guy all right so we did an episode on my single head journey and if you hadn't seen that make sure you check that out um so i talked about my long years of singlehood and i'm actually uh, like six or so years older than melissa so I had a little bit more years of singlehood where i was literally <laughs> single um but she had her own journey too because we did meet later into our 30s so um yeah we're gonna find out about your journey so what happened girl what were you doing
1: <laughs> what was life like before brian oh my goodness <laughs> sadness probably <Yeah. laughs> sadness despair um no so i actually enjoyed life quite a bit but yes i'm glad that you're in my life now don't take offense to no. of that um but yeah i had a pretty good um experience for the most part but here's what happened so growing up um I never dreamed of like getting married, like a lot of little girls. It wasn't like a thought that I would try to get rid of, but it wasn't really something on my mind a lot. It didn't preoccupy my time. I just thought a lot about like playing in the dirt or like wanting to be a dancer or, you know, I didn't necessarily just long for a relationship and for marriage. Um, Until I got into sixth grade and I fell in love with NSYNC. Of course, then I wanted to marry. Sure, that's, yeah. (laughs) I mean, NSYNC. Quite a model.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quite a model for marriage right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, of course. I still had crushes and I wanted to date and all that jazz. Um, But I wasn't like the swan in the park. I was a little bit of an ugly duckling, according to some. (laughs) I was a little overweight and a little tomboyish. I wasn't a girly girl, but whatever okay so I didn't date a lot and that's fine I enjoyed just doing my thing I was very creative and so I had a lot of things to occupy my time and hung out with my family Um, but at some point in high school I actually really fell in love with my faith and um, I wanted to dedicate my life to to my faith to service to to God and in the form of a religious a religious life so for me, that looks like um, you might have seen nuns on TV or um, heard about nuns. There's a lot of misconceptions, but I wanted that type of life that was just fully dedicated to service. Like Mother Teresa was a huge role model for me, actually. I, I, read, I read her um, books, and I just wanted to live a life of service to the poor. I really had a heart to work with um, orphan children, impoverished orphan children and homeless people. Um, and I just really wanted to minister to them. And so that was really like my main goal and focus in high school. And um, I actually didn't want to go to college. And I wanted to just go find a way to live that life and serve the poor.
0: So you're saying John Doe is basically not in the picture at this point or a very little chance. You yeah. just didn't think about marriage that, like that. Okay.
1: No. Yeah, I had crushes, <laughs> but I didn't dream of getting married and gotcha. like find Mr. Right.
0: All right. So you get into college and. And at this point, you're thinking, okay, well, I really wanted to go religious, but uh, all right, how did that affect your single journey now? Did anything change in college, Mm -hmm. or what's happening?
1: Right, yeah, so my dad told me I had to go to college, so I kind of had to put the pursuit of the religious life on hold, Um, or at least I couldn't pursue it as aggressively. So I went to college, I had a lot of fun, I met a lot of great people, actually, Um, and I started to date, and that was actually the first time that people wanted to date me too so i was like all right that helps
0: usually yeah, <laughs> both ways
1: yeah generally so um
0: i don't know some people are going out with like you know animated creatures and like games and stuff so I don't know. But this Ooh. is a real relationship
1: <laughs> yeah i actually had real relationships and so um but i didn't i didn't know what i was getting into because i'd never dated before um and i didn't know how to look for good healthy dating relationships mm-hmm. and so um, a lot of not a lot of people, but there were some people who asked me out, and um, I wish I would have learned that um, it's okay to say no. First of all, I wish I would have learned how to say no, because there are people that I ended up going on dates with, um, or even dated dating for a period of time that I wish I wouldn't have, but I just didn't know how to get out of that, mm. um, and so that was a struggle and then there are people that I thought were really great and learned later um after ignoring some red flags that they weren't really in line with my beliefs and um there's just a lot of tension there and, and and some damage there some heartbreaks too um so I think like something I learned from that experience was that I wish I would have had a community um who of friends that I that were like on the same path and had the same desires of me and knew how to like knew what healthy relationships look like and and that i can learn from and so for those of you who maybe are still on the single journey i really encourage you to find a community i know that's hard too just finding friends of like-minded people even if you find people online there are a lot of facebook groups or whatever find people that you can you can um talk about like what a good healthy dating relationship is like
0: yeah you bring up a great point because a lot of people are messed up we know it we've all been there right and uh you try to ask advice from someone who's also messed up like they're just gonna give you garbage like oh go date 27 guys like that's not good advice maybe mm-hmm. you're better actually finding your grandma or someone like with real wisdom like really did it you know mm-hmm. and, or even someone who maybe did screw up but now they're 20 years later now they go oh this is what you should do yeah uh, it's tough to listen to i get it when we're like 22 no i'm just gonna try to date this guy he's cute or whatever the case is but uh Yeah, that's interesting, huh?
1: Yeah, so I was actually very blessed to find a few people, mentors, um, in my life that could guide me when I really needed it. So um, it was the older adults that I went to that actually provided me the Mm. consolation and advice that I needed. There was a nun, a sister on campus, who helped me. There was um, a woman in the ministry center who um, was a grad student who helped me. And then there was, um, another lady who worked in another department, but there are these older women that could give me advice on like teaching me how to like hold on to my dignity and to like comfort me when I knew that I like was not walking the path that I wanted to. So that was huge for me. So then I graduated and I was like, well, still, um, couldn't pursue religious life. Um, I, although I tried, I lived with certain nuns. I moved, um, I moved for a period of a few months to Kansas to live with some sisters and then I went to Mississippi and I um, visited some sisters there and it just seemed like those doors were not ever opening fully like they would open part way and then they would get closed and so it was really difficult for me to start realizing that God was not opening those doors for me and I really had to um, start accepting that after college.
0: So did that, because you're basically seeing that path of living, which is a single path, you're, you know, you're, um, you're seeing that closed, but did that make you desire a guy more or you're just like, oh, I guess I'll just still probably live single and do service or something. Or all of a sudden, did you start to really like the guy idea? Or what happened? I don't know. That's interesting. And, yeah. and your path is different. Most people are like, I don't live with nuns. You know, I get we get that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are, this is like the 2%, right, who are going <laughs> into like religious life, right? Um. Yeah, I thought about it for a second, but it wasn't like that yeah. kind of discernment. Um, I but, would, but whatever it is, yeah. yeah, friends, you know, whoever it is that's good around you to, to help you out. So.
1: Yeah, I, I went back and forth. I was kind of all over the map, and this is where I wish I would have had a mentor after college, too, because I kept going back like well, maybe if God's closing the door on religious life, I should pursue marriage. But my heart still desired religious life, but I felt like I couldn't access that. So I, like, fell into other relationships. And I say fell into them because, again, someone would ask me out. And I said, okay, well, maybe I should try this. Instead of saying, instead of really thinking, like, is this good for me? Is my heart ready for this? Is this guy good for me? Um, Instead of, like, having a mentor to guide me through those questions and help me to really discern that, I just kind of went where the wind blew. I mean, not that I was careless and like idiotic. Like I never just threw myself out there. I was ever that type of person, but I didn't question things enough. I don't think, or, um, maybe I didn't have, I just didn't know how to verbalize what I really wanted out of a relationship. And so, um, I did, I went back and forth between religious life, pursuing that and, and then dating. And so, because I didn't have the religious life question settled, I think um, I could never fully enter into a relationship. So that also, of course, is going to mess up a relationship. And then again, they were not—I was not dating men that um, were on the same path as I, and that was really detrimental in a lot of ways, just because they would. You know, some of them would fight with me, like, well, why why do you believe this about your religion? Why do you believe about that? And I ended up being in, in some relationships where I just had to defend myself all the time, and that's not a relationship at all. Like we shouldn't have to be defending ourselves all the time. We should be um on a focused mission together. And and then finally finally um When I was 27, 28, I just saw a spiritual director, a woman in New Mexico who had some horses. And I drove down in the middle of the desert uh, to meet this woman. (laughs) I pulled up on my horse and uh, said, howdy. Uh, uh, And I saw this spiritual director, again, an older woman in her 50s who could guide me through this. And she helped me through prayer um, discern that God really was calling me to marriage so I could like finally settle and accept that. And that it wasn't that I wasn't holy enough for religious life. Cause that's kind of a temptation when people are thinking about that, but that God had a gift for me through the path of marriage. And so once that was settled, I finally started accepting and, and really trying to seek a man that was in the same vein of, um, a spirituality as I. and Because that was so important to me. And it was at that point where I could make some better, smarter decisions.
0: So you finally knew, yeah, I'm not just going to date you when it's come along. Like, now you had a plan. Like, hey, I'm looking for somebody. somebody certain. Yeah, just not like, oh, I'm going to try anybody. We're going to... Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I have a checklist or something. Some kind of criteria where you're like, well, you don't stack up. This is not going to work. I'm not even right. going to go on this date anymore because right. you don't even meet, like, the first five things. So.
1: Exactly. So I went on Catholic Match. I'm like, okay, there's a great place. There aren't a lot of Catholic men my age in my area, so I'll go online, which was kind of humbling because I was like, oh, this is this lame? But that's just kind of how it is these days. So I was like, all right, I'll go online. Okay. I'll do this okay. thing. Okay. And um, I did meet a few guys. Nice, but didn't work out. Um, and then I went, I met one person who, um, did meet a lot of those criteria, criteria, daily mass, um, praying the rosary, said that um, he loved God and probably did to like, you know, the capacity that he could. Um, and so we started dating, but once we got into that relationship, I realized there still, still were some things that we were very into on and, um, some major issues actually. And it was a crazy. I remember talking to my mom one day and I was like, 80% is there, but there's 20% that just doesn't feel right in my heart. And I had to learn, um, the hard way that I should have listened to that from the get go. Um, I should have, and that's the lesson I learned from that season of life is that God doesn't want us to have 80%. He wants us to have a hundred percent beautiful vision for life. And I wish I would have listened to him and in my heart Um, from the beginning but
0: that's can i interrupt yeah that's good that you know that because a lot of us being single and i didn't date as much as she did but um which isn't a whole lot there's a lot of single years too i do have a lot of single (laughs) periods probably sounds like she date a lot but these are just guys over we're talking a span of years like a decade or more right we didn't meet till you're 33 or no, 31 or something like that but so a lot of years in there but um, yeah, like if people are struggling out there, like just settle, like, well, maybe you got to settle this guy's a 70% or she's a 80%, you know, not quite my dream. Like, I think that's the message I'm hearing from you is like, don't settle. And, uh, you know, I had the same thought. I was forever single, as you guys know. And, uh, I mean, girls would come along and be like, well, you know, you know but I always was like, this isn't a home run for me. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I'd be really trying to make this work. Like, maybe I'll fall for her. that idea. Right. Well, maybe oh, yeah. if they're around long enough, I'm going to fall for them. If it's not happening rather soon, I mean, we're talking, yeah, even a, you know, a month out, you know, it could happen when you have a true friendship and that develops to something and that's okay, but, you know, you're not trying to date or be actively boyfriend girlfriend while you're just having a friendship. If that develops on its own, okay, but, yeah, if uh, if the 80% is there and 20% is not,
1: yeah. get, back out there. Mm-hmm. Get, get out of there. Get out of there. 20% is, is a lot still, especially when it comes to fundamental um, core values, so... That relationship ended and I was like, I'm not dating (laughs) forever, no, for a long time, right? I always would take some time to heal after a relationship. I would never jump right into a next one just because I needed the time to just recoup. Um, But I definitely took a a while to um, recoup. So then I got back onto Catholic Match and um, was ready to look again, not jump in anything serious, but start looking again and open my heart again to that idea and... Trying to find Mr. Mr. Wright, I Mr. guess.
0: Right, yeah.
1: i guess who I found? Mr. Wright.
0: Mr. Big Muscles, too. Mr. Mr. Big I'm Muscles.
1: We both have big muscles. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay. I know mine are little, but they're strong. Um All that matters. And so And so um yeah, I hopped on, saw him. So yeah, I found Mr. Wright. And um, here we are. And I can honestly say that, like, I didn't have to settle. Um, there's not 80-20. It's a hundred hundred. And does that mean that, like, there's nothing wrong with him? Okay, there's nothing wrong with him. Well, there isn't. Him. So, I mean, he he levitates. He's so holy. <laughs> oh, no, what I mean is that, yeah, nothing's, like, perfect. And so sometimes we don't agree on certain things. But, like, I don't have that feeling in my heart that something's wrong. There's no restlessness. It just it feels like the puzzle pieces finally fit together. I'm with someone that I, my heart is safe with, and there's someone that I have a common vision with, and I have fun being around. And um, he makes me a better person, and I desire to make him a better person. And so, um, yeah, it's a hundred hundred. Like, I don't have to settle. I didn't, yeah. and I wish I would have heard that message from someone way the heck a long yeah. time ago.
0: Yeah, that's uh, oh, you bring up a lot there. There's a lot. Um, one, if we can be that person for. You know that you were looking to guide you, so we can be that person for someone else out there and guide them. Hey, this guy's garbage. Get out. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, maybe you should sit down and think about what you want before you jump into dating again. I know you feel an emptiness, a void. Maybe this is more of a God thing because a guy, money, you name it, we've heard it all before. Those things aren't actually going to fill that, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have your heart filled. It sounds like you dated some guys that really had that void, the spiritual void, right? So then you're just out there i don't know just looking for a big house like is that gonna do it you know like you gotta have the core like ready you know and definitely the core settled in as far as like who are you actually looking for who do you want to maybe have children with like mm-hmm. what's this guy gonna be like for a husband and a father or yeah i don't yeah, know
1: There are really important questions that you have to ask and going back to a few something you said earlier like being that person for another like it is so important i wish i would have had friends to tell me stop doing that i wish i had Um, someone to tell me to my face like girl you're you're hurting yourself by not standing up for yourself you're hurting yourself by not setting boundaries I wish I had people who had in my life that were courageous enough to tell me what I needed to hear not just what I wanted to hear Mm -hmm. and that to me is is, like true friendship it's like saying the hard thing that they don't want to hear but saying it out of love like that would have saved me years of like back and forth and um you know, heartbreak from the relationships that I did have, though I didn't have many, like they were, they were painful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish someone would have guided me in that to tell me like, no, run the other direction.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just really thinking about not to steal your thunder in this episode, but in my many years of single hit, people be like, oh, just wait, you'll meet her. You'll meet the right one. <laughs> I feel like, dude, I've been single, like, 13 years now, like, I don't know if it's gonna happen, you know, like, yeah, you met your girlfriend at 18, okay, <laughs> don't talk to me about, it. she's out there, you don't gotta settle, I'm like, dude, everyone's like, I would always sit there and be like, you know, like, there's not many people single, like, at this point, and it may happen for some of you, it depends where you're in life, but I was still never married, so it's like, you know, my best chance is probably to find someone who <laughs> already married, or something like this, you know, and I'm like, that's not really what I'm interested in, I still literally had like, your high school mindset, like, yeah, I'm looking for that dream i'm like who the heck's single now at this age i was in my 30s well in my 30s and uh but yeah it's kind of crazy when you said 100 100 and actually what all these people were telling me i actually did find it and uh i guess it's a you know by being uh persevering is maybe the word not that i'm great but i actually did persevere i didn't settle and you found the path too you got out of the wrong ones and you you pursued the right one and if we settled that would have been just just horrific and uh what a sadness i wouldn't even want to be married you know even if you go like both like sports and you could do this but if you're missing some of the core elements like if your faith is not developed to the same level and you're not trying to go to a certain you know a place with that and just things like that oh my goodness right so Yeah. yeah perseverance
1: perseverance i think like yeah if you want to glean anything from this episode from our stories and what we we feel like we want to share is like find the community like do whatever you can and for those of you who um are in a relationship, who are married. Married, I know that time like your schedules are already busy and it's hard, but please reach out to those who are single. Like it is so important for them to have good models of married couples and what relationships look like. So if you can carve out, you know, once a month or a few times every 6 months to reach out to someone who's single, that's going to be huge. That's going to be a huge witness um to them. For those who are still single, take an opportunity to to be in community. Go on retreats. Um, go, be a part of, like, sports clubs. clubs or anything.
0: And, you know, YMCA. Play tennis. You know, yeah. just get to know people. Be
1: and, around other people. Don't isolate yourself.
0: And I would say keep your guard up, too, for the wrong ones in that tennis club. Because they <laughs> all look good at first. We know that, right? They all look puts good. Up their oh, they best. look great. But then you get to know them. So don't just dump, jump right in and get a kiss in there right away. Like, don't do that stuff. That would be my advice. That's kind of almost like a high school mentality. It's just like... You don't even know. Do you know how long it takes to know a soul? Like, yeah, that's going to take some time, some real deep talks, if they even have the capacity to talk deep. You know, just like, you got to learn those things, and that way you could probably save yourself from a lot of pain.
1: Don't ignore the red flags. Your know. heart knows, yeah. and um, we ignore them way too much. So. Another
0: thing I always heard, like, you know, if you you bring them to your friends, if you're afraid to bring them to your friends or to your family because you know they're going to call out, you already know. You already know. Like, something's wrong. I can't bring them home. I, you already know, and that might be a good signal too.
1: Mm-hmm. So... And what else can you get from this? Aw, he's a hundred. And <laughs> that's backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <We're smart. laughs> well, thanks for coming out. Hopefully this has helped you out. We've really hit the relationship pretty hard early in this uh, series because we're trying to get you guys to just know us, but then we we have a lot of ideas. We really <laughs> want to talk about like philosophy or just different issues in life, right? Um, McDonald's. Yeah, but we do know there's a lot of singles out there, and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. Like, literally, this was my life and hers for a long time, so... Uh, if this does this message does come to a lot of you and you have questions feel free to like reach out comments etc and we'll get back to you we can even email you and start a you know conversation with you because man i lived it i feel like i know that better than my teaching profession you know (laughs) like i lose my life like how do i deal with this how do i go through another christmas alone or whatever it was you know how do you stay how do you stay happy and content and you know try to yeah not just like give yourself away to some woman because you're desperate and like you know really hold up your virtues and such
1: and even so, for those who have lost, you know, like yeah. if you're older and you're watching this and you've lost someone through divorce or cheating or just, um, widow, widower, um, those are, you know, not the exact same situation, but we can be here as an encouragement in any way that we, uh, we are able to.
0: I always said to myself, um, when I was single for so long, cause I had contentment. Thanks be to God. Like I could not have been content without God. I needed him and it made me depend on him. But I, I had so many years of that where I like, I'm like, yeah, if I do marry and she does die, you know, God forbid at 47 has a cancer or something, which this happens, right? Um, I was like, I know I can be happy without her, like, because it's not just her that makes me happy. Now to have and then to lose is probably much dif- more difficult. Um, but that's how amazing God is. Like He can pull you out of those situations, and I mean, we know many people in our own community lost a spouse. Of course, they miss them. But they can still have joy, and and that's what that you know spouse in heaven, or you know that's what they're gonna want. Like, hey, live. They don't want you to like mope, right? Uh, easier said than done, but yeah, there is like there is life even without a spouse, right? So the spouse isn't everything, um, but it is a blessing when you find that right one and mm-hmm. stick to your guns. Well, thanks for checking us out today. Uh, be sure to subscribe and like, help get the message out. Uh, if you know anybody else who might actually benefit from these two crazy clowns. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, definitely forward our channel to them, and hopefully we can help them out. Also, if you have any ideas you want us to try to tackle, act like we know what we're talking about. Make sure you throw it at us, and we'll just see. Maybe it'll be on the next episode. So, All right, woman. Are we out of here?
1: Yes, we are. Ciao, <laughs> ciao, man.
0: Bye. <laughs>